I don't, did you, I don't know, like, do you, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. this week <laughs> one day i come home and i find three women and a feast and it's i come home today and it's lonely there's no one here Quiet. <laughs> back in your little nook <laughs> i'm back in the nook yes <laughs> yep. that's funny <laughs> here's yep. my friend back at the table yeah dolly, with your, with your boobs. oh you only see yep. the boobs here's my friend dolly <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's yeah. So how are you doing? Are you all adjusted back into uh, London time? You know, I'm getting there kind of. <laughs> I don't I think because I um I, the first day that I got in, my plane landed at like 6:30 in the morning. Um and then by the time you get through, you know, the customs and the the luggage and all that kind of stuff and Gemma was just running a little bit late. Um, so I, I, I got home at like nine in the morning and I was like, so wiped out. I could have just fallen wow. standing up, you know, and uh, <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm going to push through it. So, um, Gemma had to go to work and I, I cleaned, I cleaned out my closet, like donate bag, throwaway bag, <laughs> just chucked everything out of my closet and then unpacked because I had bought so much new stuff. So I, I was like, I don't want to just put my new stuff in with my old. I, there was a reason that I did so much shopping. Like I was just due. And I was right, like, right, right. any jeans that have like blowout holes in them that I would just wear around the house, but I would never <laughs> wear in public. I was like, gone. So I have all new jeans. I have, all, you know, some new t-shirts. I have some, you know, some new stuff. So I organized, my two packages arrived the same day that I arrived nice the, the expensive nice. packages that I sent so I was just like yep I'm gonna do it I'm gonna clean the closet and organize it and I did really really good and then I just had like you know pizza at dinner time and I was trying to stay awake and trying to stay awake and finally at like 7 30 Gemma was like maybe you should just go to bed <laughs> <laughs> went to bed at 7 30 and woke up at 7 30 in the morning Oh, like, wow. That was a good sleep. Very solid. good sleep. Yeah. And I feel like that really got me on schedule. You know, mm -hmm. like I was, I was pretty much okay. And like back to normal by the second wow. day, but I just keep walking around saying everything looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> How nice you went away. You came back, you had new carpet, new grout, new, what else? What else did you do? A new, new carpet. And then like a new, like wall unit in the guest room which was um, the Gemma put together, like Ikea, flat pack, wow. put the whole thing together and then um, moved a unit that was up there, like downstairs for a little bit more storage. And, um, and then bought this really cool new chair behind me. Oh, look at that. Looks I super comfy. Cool. And it just feels, it made the whole room feel like it all of a sudden, had elbow room and space, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah. it was crammed. So mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, like, yeah, I just keep wandering around saying everything just looks so good. <laughs> I was a little concerned, like all my whiskeys were gone. Like all my whiskeys from the, uh, from the whiskey top thing over there were all gone, but she just and put them down below in, in the actual liquor cabinet. So they're not gone, gone. They're just out of sight, but I started back on the Shanky's Vanilla. Oh, nice, nice. And the Coke, I'm but I also wanted to show you, my uh, mother-in-law got me those ice cube makers that make the one big square. Oh, and it's square. It's square. Oh, I she also I bought me the, the, the spheres, the round, the round ones, but they did not come out good, but. Oh, look at you. I think, I might, like, I, think I might like the squares better. <laughs> You are fancy drinking. I am still in solo cup land, but I've okay, got- that's uh, fine. That's hearkening <laughs> back a week. Yes, I'm just trying to pretend everyone's still here and I'm not going <laughs> in But uh, this is, um, I've got some, uh, the, oh, what was it, what's it called? The Mount Gay Rum and okay. Coke in here. You know, so I yeah. got so much cool stuff from Judy. You know, I got wow. the really cool bourbon glass and the bitters and the cocktail syrup and all that. And um, the one thing that I forgot to get, my cousin told me that I had to get Kenny Chesney's Blue Chair brand Key Lime Rum. And I completely oh. forgot to go look Very for Very descriptive. Blue Chair Key Lime Rum. Huh? Yeah, that's the name. That's his brand. It's called Blue Chair, and it's a big blue Adirondack chair. And I'm oh, a, oh, okay. And he makes key lime, coconut, pineapple, all different kinds of rums. But she said the key lime was the best, and I just completely oh. forgot to get it or to mention it to anybody. I was like, oh no. They, I tried to find it, and it, it's it's nowhere. It's nowhere here. I'll have to see. We'll have to see if I can maybe shoot some over to you. But you know what? I think it would take you like you'd probably be back here by the time it gets there. Right. <laughs> I know you're I'm just gonna. To I'm gonna put it on the list for November. <laughs> I'll be back for Thanksgiving, so I'm gonna put it on the list for November. But I gotta tell you, man, I was um, I, I was a little bit like uneasy. You know what I mean? At at the airport, not so much the COVID or whatever. Like whatever. Mm -hmm you know, mask wearing and, and your little, get your little sanitizer wipes to wipe your seat and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. The, like all of a sudden I became acutely aware that there's a war going on. Oh and, yeah. How was that? And, and it was just like, it just felt like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Russia hates us, <laughs> you know, and they're oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. like on a hate bender right now. And I'm like, right. I, yeah. I was oh, hate you. Hates London, hates England. Everybody hates, you know, hates America, hates anybody. Right, that right. Ukraine. So I just became like super, super aware of it. And I got really, yeah. really nervous to the point where the guy next to me, he was like, are you okay? He was like going back. He was like a nice young man from Horsham right near, near here. And uh, he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, um, all of a sudden I just like I, I'm just really nervous he goes what part don't you like the takeoff or the landing and I'm like oh, <laughs> right now none of it all of it I think all of it right part. <laughs> it was so funny and then I had like a um a hoodie sweatshirt and I just kind of had it thrown on me like backwards and my arms underneath it and I was mm -hmm. he kept saying do you want my blanket 
I don't need a blanket. My blanket. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not even cold. I think it's just like, a, it's like a baby security blanket kind of thing right now. <laughs> right, like, right, he was right. Just checking on me, like the whole flight. He was so nice. Aww. But yeah, it just nice. kind of like, just became super like, almost, you know, like my stomach was just in a big knot, you know, mm-hmm. and I had the window seat and I just kept looking out the window, looking out the window. I'm like, maybe this isn't a good time to <laughs> shut the shade. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Um, but yeah, I was like really, really nervous. And it's so weird. Like since I got back, I had three people like text me and say, Hey, we're coming to London. Like, are you going to be, and I'm thinking to myself, I, you know what, how can you make plans when everything just feels so uncertain? You know, I, I understand. Yeah. I mean, I was going mean, to ask a panicker, you, but you know, right. No, I hear it. I hear you. I was wondering, are you hearing different news than there that you were hearing yeah. here? Or, yeah, pretty, or, much the same. pretty much the same, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just awful. It's like, it's awful. It doesn't matter where the reporting comes from. They're all reporting on the same stuff. And what the, that stuff is just awful, you know, mm-hmm. like just, you know, the civilian part of it. Like I, I just don't get why you would bomb a maternity ward or a kid. Right. Children's hospitals. Oh my God. I, yeah. I saw that yeah. children's hospice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, that, that's all that everybody's talking about, or are these war crimes or, you know, is this, um, you know, like, why, why are they choosing the, and the, and the corridors that the safe passage corridors, they're, they're taking out those safe passage corridors. So humanitarian aid can't get in, people can't get out, you know, it's shelling the shit out of people, you know, it's like, yeah, it makes me really, really crazy. And I just think, you know, the more these atrocities go on, you know, the more um, NATO is going to be forced to make a move, you know what I mean? And then, oh, yeah, I hope so. Do we want to? Do we, I mean, mm, yeah, I know. For us, like, I'm like, am I going to be pushing back this November ticket for another year again? You know, like, if it's not or one coming thing, sooner, mm. coming sooner. You yeah. know, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you, you know, you want to help. You don't want to start a world war. Um, my dad was, I remember growing up hearing stories. My dad was in, in, in Italy growing up. You know, he was born in Italy during World War II. And mm. he told us the story in Sicily, you know, war-torn poor Sicily. Yeah. And he would tell us stories. Like, we just grew up hearing those stories of how they would have to run the people in the towns to the tunnels when the air raids would start and you would, might be in that tunnel for two or three days with everyone. And he said yes. like the old people would be like, you know, relieving themselves, like, you know, peeing yeah, and you know, yeah. whatever on themselves. And the rats, he said, you'd be sleeping and a rat would jump on you. And he saw his grandmother's house get blown up oh, from man. the tunnel. So my dad lived through that, but we never really, you know, understood what that meant. And now Obviously, you know, we've been so blessed in this country to never have seen war on our soil like that. And then, and may we never, but you know, the thing is, is that um, when you, when you come from places like that, those people are like, they're like extra brave, I think, you know, like those people are just standing up, civilians standing up to the Russian army. Like, like, I think it like, cause my dad was always the kind of person that not he never sweat the small stuff, like the stuff that bothered us. 
nothing, nothing bothers. I was going to say, now you know why. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this, I just this think is that crazy times we're in, and I'm like, you know, um, you know, I was texting with Dan Renzi, and uh, who we've had on the show. And I said, oh, God, I really just can't wait to get home. And he goes, closer to Ukraine, closer to radiation. <laughs> right, I'm, right. I was wondering what you were thinking about. I didn't about even that. think about that, dude. You know, like now you made me more nervous. So, yeah, he was, you know, he just got me all jacked up about it. And then I was like, well, I don't know, maybe I'll just go on Amazon and look for some gas masks. He's like, it's radiation. Uh, it's <laughs> You're going to have to go underground. I'm like, there's no basement here. Like, what does that even mean? I'm going to have to go to a tube station like these people in Ukraine are doing, like mm -hmm, go on a subway mm -hmm. station and go underground. Like, oh my God. So it's scary. Yeah, it is really scary. All of a sudden you're just acutely aware of how vulnerable, mm -hmm. you know, that you are if something like that happens. And it's just made me like a nervous wreck. But I had um, baby cuddles and snugs to take my mind off it this morning. How cute. Oh, that baby was so cute. I, I, I wasn't sending you any Grateful Dead uh, album covers for that baby. <laughs> no, no, he's absolutely perfect. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, my my friend Carrie that I work with at the pub, she was like one of my my favorite coworkers to ever have to share shifts with, you know. Uh, yeah, we just got along like so, so good. And uh, so her little man is, um, what did she tell me? Uh, three and a half, 11 weeks old. Wow. Yeah. And you know, you know what I was born thinking? on um, Christmas Eve. <laughs> wow. Oh, how nice. Yeah. There, there's a certain peaceful energy when you're holding a baby, right? It's almost like you're holding a everything puppy. Everything falls or... away. Like everything <laughs> falls away. Right. Like yeah. it was just yeah. like the best. And he was so good. He never cried. He never fussed. He didn't, I mean, you know, a few burps, some giggles, some gurgles. And, you know, he just like fell asleep on me. Like it was Aww. awesome. It was so great, great. I haven't seen her other than like the one when, when she was um, picking up all that stuff when we had the big clear out, mm -hmm, you know, the mm -hmm. major clear out, and she took pretty much everything. Um, that was like I, the last time I saw her. So I haven't even seen her since she had the baby. And before that, it was like ye uh, two years almost because the pub had closed. She was working somewhere else. Life gets in the way, you know. So this was like such a nice little catch up, you know, and to, and to mm -hmm. have him be the star of the show. It was great. It was so great. Uh, that's awesome. I know. I said to Gemma, I feel like the endorphins. So I'm going to buy us dinner tonight. <laughs> In a really good mood. I'm going to buy us dinner tonight. So she was like, oh my goodness, maybe invite your other friend over. They had the baby. I'm like, okay, yeah, next week I'll do that. I'll just keep finding people that have had kids and then invite them and then over. If you keep you give them back before they get cranky and they don't want to sleep at night and then it's perfect. <laughs> but she was saying the little guy sleeps like a champ, man. Like he doesn't even wake up. She puts him down nice. until like nine in the morning. I'm like, what? wow. So yeah, that she did. She said, she's, I really am blessed. He's like such a good baby. But, and you could tell because like he wasn't nerd. I mean, as soon as she walked in and you know, like she had him on her knee for a little bit and then she was like, here, you hold him, you know, and just, Handed him yeah. over. He never flinched or cried or tightened up or anything. He was just like, nice. oh, padding. Oh, big girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Oh, I'm going to go to sleep soon. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really cute. Very nice. Yeah, it was, it was well, pretty cool. But 
yeah speaking it's been... of nice how nice how great was that show with dr linda span that was such yeah. a great that i mean a... i don't always watch our podcasts in completion like edit them you know like, yeah because yeah. i edit them right and but i just had i was listening to that again when i was working when i was driving um it was a really informative really good show and uh who doesn't need a little yeah background um and information on communication you know there yep. is no such thing as like uh fantastic communication gene you know what I mean like you have to work at it you don't just you're not just born with it like you have to work at it and I think the best line that you know she said is like when I asked her if you um if you're not good at it you know can you become good at it and she said well if you're learning a new recipe to make cookies can you follow a recipe and it was just like yeah I can she was like well there you there you go. Like everybody yeah, she's, learn. She said a lot of great stuff. Like I loved when she said, um, when you're arguing, if your partner calls you something, you know, that they don't really mean, you know, but they say something to you, whatever, in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. And she said something like, if they call you a chair, are you suddenly a chair? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like it was funny. That was a funny. It just brings notion. it down to a, yeah, the level of understanding yeah. and simplicity. Right. It's just like, well, this isn't complicated at all. Like, what are we? Uh, what right. make you like yeah. not scared to do better? You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes I think yeah. that doing better can be so overwhelming to someone who's just been kind of coasting along. You know, and the thought yep. of doing better is just overwhelming, but she brings it to a, a, a simplicity to it that makes you go, oh, I could do that. Oh, I can. Yeah. Yeah. I can work on that. Yeah. So she I, offered yeah. hope. She offered a lot of hope. I think and it, was so. nice. it was nice to see Donna again. And uh, fun. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. It's it's so we're back to just, um, you know, the Zoom, um, <laughs> the Zoom. Countries. <laughs> we're so close yet so far <laughs> right right um, right uh i was thinking back to crappy food yeah oh uh, yeah i couldn't take ninos back right did you have any ninos when you were here is no. that did you, you that's not one of your no. places but, i was really happy um, with the cooper's hawk burger though i gotta tell you that, that was, was some good food that was really good food. food yeah i mean i have to say this was like like a foodie tour, you know, mm -hmm, I had things mm -hmm. in mind that I needed to have and mm -hmm, help mm -hmm. me achieve every food goal. Wow. That's like nice. I said that I was like, I was very much in need of seafood. He brought mm -hmm. me right to the fish joint in coconut Creek. And we had that's great rolls, scallops, coconut shrimp, and ahi tuna nachos, mm -hmm. all the seafood you could want in one sitting and then the nerve, she told me about this um, food truck called Cousins Maine Lobsters. And they mm -hmm. were on Shark Tank over there and they got like the investors. Yeah. So they have like a fleet of trucks that just make lobster rolls and lobster tots. And I mean, it was, it was lobster crazy. tots. Yeah, mm. they were tater tots with huge chunks of lobster and some. Oh, sauce on them with like a like a salsa type of thing it was just insane 
And, you know, the thing is, is they, that you go on their Facebook page and they say where they're going to be. So mm. I kept looking and they were like far, they were like Stuart, Sebastian, you know, like oh, way, oh. they were like Miami. And I'm like, eh. but then they were mm -hmm. in Margate the last Saturday. Wow. If that wasn't meant to be meant to be. Right. Margate of all places where your right, book takes place. <laughs> right, right nearby, right nearby. And um, and they had like a, a, a band there. I, I wish I I wish I could tell you the name, but we weren't close enough to read the drums. Um, but they were really, really good. They like did a couple of 80s songs and some rock and roll and some pink. And like we were just digging it, like just stuffing our face with an incredible amount of lobster <laughs> and listening to good jams. And the sun was setting, the weather was perfect. It was just like, you couldn't <laughs> ask for anything better, you know? It was a great, uh, great ending. And then my parents have a tradition where they take me to Bonefish Grill mm -hmm. on the way to the airport. But because my flight was so much earlier this time, um, we it wasn't going to be open. So my stepdad ordered Bonefish online and went and picked up the big bundle, the family bundle with mahi and shrimp and salad and bread. And it was just like, I honestly, it was like such a good wind up, you know? And <laughs> you were spoiled. Yeah. So the burgers, um, the, I had my cauliflower pizza at Anthony's Coal Fire. I had, uh, all the lobster that I could fathom in a trip. Uh, I had my Taco Bell. I had Duncan every morning. I I mean, like I just hit like boom, boom, boom. I just ticked every box <laughs> I had. I was like, this that's is like when thing. I go back to New York. I've been back in a while, but that's my. I have my places: my Chinese place, my pizza place, the place. Yep. The breakfast that we used to go to, I know. <laughs> right? I, I we took Judy one year. Oh my god, it was so funny because you know Judy, she's not, she doesn't eat like we do, right? So I don't like, know, man. I saw her put away a double burger at Cooper's. Quite <laughs> impressed. But she didn't eat the bread. She, but I mean, it was funny. We we uh, we started out at our favorite Chinese restaurant. Well, this was so many years ago. Terry didn't come on the trip, so she was texting him. And she starts out, I go, Judy, you know, you gotta, you know, I hope you can roll with us because this is gonna be a food trip. You know, she's like, great, I'm so excited. You know, she wanted to, never saw New York, right? The first night I said, we're first night in, we're going to the Jade King, our favorite Chinese restaurant. So um, she had her little Chinese jacket from China when they visited China. She was all she's so into appropriate. it. She's so she appropriate. Did, and we were videoing and, and she's like, they video and take pictures of their food. I mean, this was before Facebook and people right, did it. Right. That, right? And she's like, oh, <laughs> this my God. Just just us, right? You yeah. see her in the video. She's like, oh, no, these look at how big those egg rolls are. I mean, these giant egg rolls. So then um, we, next day we go to breakfast and we're taking pictures. Of, it was the place where they one of these places where they made ham and eggs in the skillet, you know, when you eat oh, it out of the my. skillet. Yeah. So, we're taking then we go for pizza then we had to have hot dogs and yep. it was just crazy she and I were playing in the city on that trip one only one night in a little coffee house so that was part of the trip and oh, then we man. the rest of it was like we were going to be eating our way through New York and Long Island right. and uh by the end of the trip we uh she was bottoming out she couldn't do it anymore and here we were we go to White Castle now we were a few of us, you know, it was Joni and, and Joni and Joni's boyfriend at the time. And 
you know, and so any, all of us, my sister, Marianne was there. So she's like, she's on the phone with Terry and she's going, they just ordered 46 hamburgers while they're waiting for the pizza and the pizza <laughs> place because White Castle, you know, how do you not? So yeah. we were in Brooklyn, we were in Brooklyn visiting um, my ex-husband's grandmother. So now we had to get the Brooklyn pizza, the White Castle, and of course hit Friendly's on the way home. Yes. And I see her on the phone with Terry talking like this, they're ordering double fribbles. I don't think I could do it, Terry. I don't. God, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. It was funny. That was an eat fest, that trip. It was a total eat fest. But, um, you know, we, she really, we never visited the, the Empire State Building or the, um, the uh, Statue of Liberty. We just waved to it. Look, Judy, there it is. She yeah. has such a great I do that when people come to London. If like Hazel is free, like I don't really like to do the foot tour you know, yeah. the walking tour because it's a lot of walking and I, like, I'm, I'm not down with that. You know, it's very people-y. So like if Hazel drives, there's this great loop that you can make that goes by the palace, Buckingham uh -huh. Palace, you know, the mall, horse garden. Right, right, Lane. right. You see all the, you know, the, the important things, Hyde Park, you know, uh, St. James, like all the tube stations and, Leicester Square and all that kind of stuff and it to me it's just better to just sit in the car and point look at that look at that look oh at me that. too I told Hazel, you like, Hazel like I'll slow down for a picture she doesn't care that cars are honking doesn't care. <laughs> no, take your picture and then we go and it's just the best way to do it you know because there's, I, no, there's no food tour here there's no there's no there's no no, no I agree you know, um, I wanted to tell you, I've watched a British movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. It's from 2006. Um, <laughs> it is. It's, you know me, right? It's almost 20 years ago. Uh, it's, it had, it was on Hulu. I watched like a lot of movies on Hulu. I hate commercials. I don't have patience for commercials anymore. Right. So um, this was called Notes on a Scandal. Have you ever seen that movie? It's got Judy Blent, Dench. Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Kate She's Blanchett. pretty famous over there. And Kate Blanchett. Yes. Have you seen? Yes. Great movie. It's like a psycho thriller. It but is. But not too scary. Not too scary. Just no, more just like, like suspense. Yeah. You feel suspense because like you don't know if she's going to reveal the, the affair to the right. to Kate Blanchett's husband. But um, that was such a great movie. And they it was so funny because I was talking about it with Judy because you know how she loves to watch um, British TV. Stuff, yeah. And they're, they're speaking English, yet you don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> Sometimes they're using phrases that I don't, you, we just don't know here, you know? So, and then in the movie, one of the, the boy that she was having the affair with, I think he was Scottish because he had a totally different kind of an accent that I really didn't understand. <laughs> so that was funny because I was thinking of you and, you know, sometimes you say like, we have guests on yeah. from England might not understand them right. and uh it's and then the also yeah. when they talked about the tube that's like this train station right the subways or right. what is the tube yeah. the tube is the underground that's the underground so like their subways that's mm -hmm. what i thought mm -hmm. yeah that was it that was a really good movie i didn't know if you had seen it or heard about it it, it won some awards yeah um, yeah judy bench is like a national treasure over here if I would there's imagine a movie with Judy Dench, like you, it's just required that you have to see it. 
Yeah. And does she it. have movies where she was younger or was she just always because I am always seen her as an older I know, you know an older no, she person. Does. She does, but obviously I think that she just gained so much momentum in her mature adult life. Yes, you know, yeah. That she I think she's probably made more, you know, movies, uh, you know, as a mature woman than she did when she was younger because right, she's right. so much stuff. Like you can look back and say she was been she's been in the James Bond films. She plays, really? she oh, plays wow. James Bond films. She was in this movie that we just saw earlier this year, which was funny because it was it was on showing on the plane. And I was like, oh, oh, I already saw that. But it was called Six Minutes to Midnight. And it was a really good movie with Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. And I love him too, because he's just so out there. Dress like a woman if you want, act like a man if you want, doesn't matter. <laughs> he's just, he's fantastic. And it was about... Um, this period in history where they were, uh, there was like this plot to, to take all these girls that were at a girls' school and bring them to like Germany, you know, like and oh, kind of like, like human you know, trafficking, like like oh, bring them over, yeah, and um, wow. and, and she and Eddie Izzard had to like kind of stop it, and it was just they had six minutes to midnight to do it, and it was just like it was just a really good film, <laughs> um, but yeah, like. I I will pretty much watch anything that she's in. I just love her, especially in those, um, oh God, the ones with Dev Patel and Richard Gere. Well, he was the best exotic Marigold Hotel. I don't know. I have to look for that. I mean, I think I became, I love Kate Blanchett and I think I now became a Judy Dench fan because uh, she, first of all, looks so much cooler in real life than she does in this movie. Her hair, she has very cool hair, yeah. especially for an older woman. Yeah, she's got like and, the white hair that's all like, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. And in the movie, she has kind of old lady hair, you know. Oh, but she's like um, frazzled in that movie. Yeah, she's psycho. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you know what? That movie was listed under LGBTQ uh, category genre. Yeah, there was a little sexual. Because there was, ones, right? Yeah, because she was kind of obsessed with her more than just because she was lonely right so um it touched upon it but back in 2006 i guess you know it was interesting because you didn't expect an older woman to Mm -hmm. be that way you know like so i think that it was just a really really cool movie and i saw that it was totally a british movie it wasn't an american movie with british people in it british actors right Yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. I had a feeling yeah. you probably That's saw it. That's a good it. one, yeah. I, lo- I really do. I loved her in Philomena. I think, you know, with Steve Coogan, that was another oh, good Oh, yeah, she was in that. That's right. Mm-hmm. I do yeah, remember that, yeah. She really transforms, you know, into these roles. She and, does. And all of a sudden, you're not even aware that it's Judy Dench anymore. You're just believing who she's playing on the screen. I got to see her um, in person uh, at Noel Coward Theater, she was in a movie with uh, the other guy from James Bond. I'm a play. I'm sorry. She was in a play um, where she was playing. She was playing Beatrice Potter, and he was playing the guy who created Winnie the Pooh. And they, oh. so they were playing like two authors. And it, Ben Whitshaw. He's also in James Bond. So it was Judy Dench and Ben Whitshaw playing real life authors. You know, oh, really okay. wrote those books or whatever and it was a really really good play and she was sick as a dog and she's oh, really? so good like you could hear how congested and ill she was and she's yeah. so good but yeah wow. it's, um, she's a pro. 
yeah it's, it's just like it's a, it's a treat to see like anything she's in really yeah I went to see I uh, the last night that I was home we watched um me and my mom watched a movie called Th- the uh 355 mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain and uh, oh yeah Diana Kruger I think is the other one that's in it and Sebastian Stan is in it he's the guy that plays Tommy Lee in the Pam and Tommy Hulu series or whatever oh, okay so used to seeing him looking like Tommy Lee that I didn't recognize him in this movie uh but it was really good it was like chicks kicking ass kind of movie it was like super good super good so yeah I mean like I got to see good movies eat good food we had great weather I think it rained once okay. a month that I yeah, was the weather was nice one mm-hmm. one night of rain and I was at Sicilian oven sitting outside underneath <laughs> the tarp that was leaking straight onto my salad <laughs> but um yeah it was just like honestly I got to watch grown-ups play kickball in a kickball tournament I you know I won a boatload of money at the casino couldn't ask for a better trip that was awesome that was an yeah. awesome trip it was nice to see you it was um it felt like it went by really fast for a month you know like it yeah it, it went by fast even though it was a, a long month Mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it was like the end of the trip and it was like oh my god oh, I know. <laughs> the first time the first day when I picked you up it seemed like we had so much time when I picked yeah. you up and took you place yeah yeah or you know it it was the last one and then the last dinner and you know it, was yes. just it does it just it actually flew by I mean like I'm really glad that I got to kind of you know give my 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 stepdad a little bit of a break you know mm-hmm. he does so much I was so um overwhelmed you know by how much he actually does you know now that my mom's become like a little bit you know less physical a little more limited you know mm-hmm. like, um he does like the cooking the cleaning the laundry the grocery shopping you know he does all the dishes every night he's organized the whole kitchen you know everything is in a bin that pulls out you know like every single Aww. thing is completely organized I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So I thought, you know, while I'm here, I'm going to cook my butt off, you know? So every week I would make them, you know, one, I made like an incredible moho pork roast with black beans and rice and I made salmon and asparagus. And I, you know, like I, you know, would, if I, if I didn't have the time or I didn't make it to Publix that day or whatever, I would go to Bole and get them like garlic shrimp and rice and vegetables and all that kind of stuff. I just like to give him like a little bit of a break, you know, I would have the table set. I would help with, yeah. dishes, you know, like all that kind of stuff, do the laundry. So that kind of yeah, yeah. to give him a little bit of a break, you know, does he normally do all of that? He does yeah. the, the laundry that I know you told me at night, he sets everything up and refills all of the baskets that need things. He and-, <laughs> and he also like, he makes slices, apple wedges for my mom. So she has breakfast every oh, morning. How- Put them nice. next her, he puts them right next to her little yogurt so she it's all right there for her he fills her little coffee oh, uh, so she can have her iced coffee yeah you I mean, know there are men out there still that do that for women but very few very few and far between i think you know it's, the caps on her bottle of fiji water oh, every oh. one of them in the fridge he loosens all the caps for her it's so cute but yeah you know like i just thought this is the time to give him a little bit of a break you know 
Like I could, yeah, yeah. Enough, they were here in December, you know, like cooking and I mean, there wasn't that much to do. We had dinner at Hazel's for Christmas and I yeah, yeah. Didi. we had big lunch meat and cheese, you know, binges <laughs> and stuff like that. But, you know, like to be able to be there and, and do it over there for a bit, like do the errands, you know, pick up prescriptions, you know, take my mother mm -hmm. to the doctors. Right, right. Any every little bit helps. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was really good. And I think, you know, I think a lot of times, like because my, her, my mom's memory is getting a little bit worse, um, you know, when I brought her to the doctors and the doctor was like reading through her history, whatever she was she got a letter that she was due for a colonoscopy and she was just like, I don't really want to get that. Like, I don't like the prep for that. And I don't like the yeah. whole process. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll go. And, you know, we have to have a consultation anyway. So we'll see what he says. Why do you have to? And the guy was so cool. He was just like, read her history from 2011, like looked at all of her tests and visits and everything. And he's like, there is nothing here that indicates you need a colonoscopy. He said, oh, I think that the letter was auto-generated by mm -hmm. date, but you're 75 years old. Like, there's no reason. There's nothing here that indicates that there would be a reason. You know, mm -hmm. we've never found a polyp. We've never had, you've never had issues. You know, your bleeding ulcer is completely, you know, healed itself. You're not even on that medication anymore. There's just absolutely no point of doing any of these kinds of tests. And he said, and you know what? The next time that, you know, you do need me or you need to see me, tell the people at the front desk that you're older and you're disabled and you want to have a, a, a video chat. And this way you don't have to come in because oh. it was so much work, you know, like for her sure. to go anywhere was a lot of work. Yeah. Casino, yeah. though, she gets a little, <laughs> not the casino. That's never too much. <laughs> right, right. And she gets all that free was, stuff. She, yeah, to pick up that free, free Jack Daniels on Sunday. Right, right. Yep. Yeah free Tupperware. Yeah. Yep. She missed the Tupperware. She said she didn't want it. My, my stepdad's face went like this. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? The one thing that he would have made good use of, she didn't want. <laughs> well, my mom is doing, thank God she's doing well. She um, called me yesterday and she said, um, I'm so happy. And it's, really a long time that I've ever heard my mom say she's happy, you know, especially since this happened to her, you know, right. it's now a year, it's almost a year that she had two strokes in one year. They right. were mini strokes. They were like T8, yeah, T8. They're toll, right? But yeah. yeah, they, they, you know, it weakened her so much. So um, she called me up and she says, um, I fit into my jeans. I'm so happy. My mom is back in her jeans. Her cronies are coming over every week. She calls them her cronies to play cards and she's doing oh, really well. Yeah, and, you know, so she was afraid. She, yeah. She was afraid she gained weight sitting, you know, sitting so much. And so she's still, she's doing better, but she still needs a lot of help, but much, much better. So that was our week. But I signed some contracts this week. So I was excited about, I got the contract signed for the company in France, the uh, licensing All company. Right. And yeah, I'm very excited. Maybe it'll, maybe I'll be over there one of these days. And um, also um, uh, we, or I'll be on their website. So when that happens, I'll put the links on my social media Excellent. and then um i signed contracts for arts garage so i have two shows coming up on arts at arts garage 
um, which I'm super excited about because I love playing that room. And uh, the first one is the first show is going to be a tribute to women of the 70s, Excellent. which I love all the 70s music, especially the women, Carly Simon, Carol King, yes. Joan Jett, Stevie oh, Nick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, and we're going to cover that. I think I'm going to get Judy and Joni to do a couple songs with me in that oh, show. Yeah, bring up all and, of right? <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, and then in October, it's going to be a, my original music with the journey of my own, my own journey, my life's journey with music through music. So it'll be my original songs with my story, basically, oh, almost like cool. memoirs and music. So, oh my I, God, maybe you could get it to Broadway after that. You know, well, like I hope so. You know, like you imagine. I love it. I love when people have music that that you can do that with. Yeah, and I could like when I started thinking about all the songs and the things in my life and why I wrote those songs. And it's funny because I was telling that to my therapist, and she said, "I see you on a playbill one day." And I hadn't even thought about it that far, but think about like what they just. I don't know. Gloria Estefan, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, whole I mean, Broadway, a whole Broadway show with her music and her story. Right. Yeah. The only thing is, dare I dream? Because I'm, I'm not Gloria Estefan's level of, you know, on the no, food chain Stella, of the music. But Stella, you know. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to dare to dream. I didn't even know if this was going to happen and this happened. So yeah. you got to yeah. put it out there, right? You got to put That's it out fantastic. there. fantastic. Oh, so, yeah. So good news. What a good week for you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I got finally, until I get the contract signed, I never like really believe right. everything's going to happen. So you don't yeah, want to so jinx that, it. So it's like you got to wait until after. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Very good. And also, last week I went to the dermatologist. I had a couple little things I wanted cosmetically taken off my face like little spots and stuff. And then I have one spot, one area here from the days of the seventies when we oiled up and, and had our reflectors in the sun, right? Um, I always get like this recurring like brown spot, like a sunspot. So I've had it removed with a laser through the years, but it comes back because those are like deep in the yeah. skin. So they'll take it out, they'll, they'll burn it off, but then it tends to come back. Wow. So, um, she looks at it and she says, well, I'm going to take a, a biopsy of this. And the dermatologist is probably the only doctor I go to that I don't worry about. Oh my God, what are they going to find? Right. Right. And she says, sometimes these things can turn into a melanoma. And I'm like, uh, what? You know, I'm like, I, this is the only doctor I come to that I don't sit in the, in the, in the waiting room worrying what they're going to say. Right. And she goes, it's probably not, but we just need to take a couple of pieces of it before we do anything else to try to get rid of it. So I had to wait, you know, today I got the phone call that it was, thank God, benign and it was fine. And she didn't think it was anything. But that's all you hear yeah. is that word, right. melanoma, right? And then even, even when she said, you know, most of the time it's not that, but we have to check it anyway. And so you try to be like logical and say, she goes, for the one time out of the 99 times it's not, we have to check it. But I didn't hear any of that. All I heard was the other <laughs> part, right? So um, so today they called me from, from the doctor's office. So thank the good Lord. That was good too. So Oh, that yeah. is good news, man. Yeah. See, yeah, we panic. Yeah. We panic because um, uh, Gemma has a history 
of uh, moles that end up having to get removed. Um, oh, oh, okay. You know, mm -hmm. And it's in, uh, in uh, her, her, uh, her mom, same thing. So she gets like full body scans. So she has a disc oh. that has every spot mole, whatever on her entire Wow, body. yeah, and yeah. She gets that updated like every couple of years. Like she'll, she'll go and get them all updated and everything. And yeah, it is, it is always a worrying time, you know, like just, just oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's- I, I admire the way she takes care of herself, Gemma. She really is a diligent, Diligently yeah, and she's uh, uh, into the herbs. Chinese herbs right now. Oh, oh. So I can't even, I can't think of anything I can compare the smell of them to. But <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I opened up the coffee cabinet because all my Dunkin' Donut coffee is in there and my creamer and all my different things and everything in her. <laughs> oh, you run Normally her herbal teas and uh, <laughs> And I opened it up and I was like, what is that? <laughs> like, oh, that's my Chinese herbs. I have to take them twice a day. I was like, Jesus God. <laughs> Can so you now who prescribe these twice a day? Is this an herbalist or? Yeah, yeah. There's a place that was honestly right next door to the pub. Like I know the lady because the pub and her um, office share a roof. So every time it would rain, either we would flood a little bit or she would flood a little bit. So, oh, oh. you know, she would come over and say, who, you know, who's going to call the landlord, you know, whatever. But, um, but she's super, super nice and really, really, really well-educated. So she does the acupuncture. They used to do the ear candling where they, where they, oh, yeah. uh, they yeah. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore, but, um, but she's, just got you know all kinds of experience and and knowledge that's absolutely incredible so Gemma's been getting acupuncture and doing the herbs and everything and and she's starting to feel a little bit better she was just getting oh really she, she really couldn't eliminate any more things to find out what the problems right you know were or whatever and um you know again they're like just as in the in the dark as regular doctors are about like the long COVID symptoms, you know. So that could mm -hmm. always be a thing. But um, uh, Gemma, the herbalist, I think, is attributing a lot of her aches and pains to her polycystic ovaries. So she's oh, targeting, yeah. targeting those because I mean, seriously, she's she's gluten free, dairy free, you know, meat free, meat free, right. So it's just, you know, her own process of elimination is not getting to the yeah, part of it. Right. You know? So that was her next step. And she's just very, um, she doesn't like to talk to doctors that are condescending or that that brush you off, you know, like that's, right, right. that's a bad experience for her. So she's been through like traditional, you know, medicine and now she's, mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. going this route. So yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Like there's me that has- has a pain in my shoulder since we went to France in 2012 <laughs> that has not healed and it's just getting worse. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'll just take a couple of leaves. It's fine. But you know, I can't even like, it's so much, I can't, I was showing her the other day, like I just can't lift my arm higher than that. You know, like that's pretty much it. So it's, 
I, I should probably do something. I just I'm not quite sure what route I want to go. <laughs> I did have a little physio on it and it just didn't feel like it did anything, but I probably mm-hmm. should have like seen it through. Like I tell everybody, I mean, I was in medical case management. These are the things that I used to tell my patients. You can't give up midway through physical therapy. <laughs> right, right, right. Got to see it through, you know? So, well, speaking of um, of medical testing, another thing I've been watching, I've been, there's a lot of shows popping up about Elizabeth Holmes, the the woman that started the uh, company called Theranos about oh, the little yes. the blood yes. test from a finger prick, that tiny little nanotainer. Yes. And wow, like it's amazing. I've been watching everything. I had seen the original documentary on her, and then that was before that she made that one that was about her yeah and then I saw the the ones that that uh, were after that subsequent ones that were about the fall of all of that because she was the trial just and everything yeah. but I mean wasn't there in there an affair or something too that was tucked up in well, there then she said right. you abused her yeah it was like yes he was her boyfriend he was the one that funded everything when everything was going down the tubes right but um she uh now they have a, like a limited series show about her called the dropout and uh, yes. amanda no what's her name amanda seyfried is that her name yep. um she plays her and but there's 2020 had a big special last last week or a couple of weeks ago on her and she's like getting sentenced soon i think at the end of the summer or this summer summer of 2022 but she was so. found guilty on certain things and i was very surprised she wasn't found guilty on the patients being uh misdiagnosed which she knew full on that this didn't work and still let people use it to test because she said the way she made herself feel better was she said they know it's a trial so they know there's a chance it's not going to work but knowing it didn't work just knowing flat out it didn't work so um she so it's just been interesting i've been watching she made her voice much deeper than it actually was on purpose she made um this persona for herself to get the respect of the men in the industry because she was only like 20 years old when right. she started yeah and but she had some personal friends yeah her father was like the the ceo or one of the big wigs at enron like then that you know that yeah. fell but he um you know, so they knew people with money. So her big million, first million dollar donation, you know, uh, investment was from a family friend. So like, you know, she knew people, but I mean, she really was able to do what they said were old white men because she had all of these, she had Henry Kissinger on her board. No one asked her questions. And, you know, and she had the guy from Apple that designed the Apple phone, the iPhone uh, come to work for her. And I think he's a transgender. I think he's, it's a woman, but it's really a man, I think. But I'm not sure if he, if he's post-surgery or I'm not sure because they never really said that. I just know that she said, she identifies as a woman, said that she had a wife and and children. But um, anyway, she said she had her design. I I said the guy, but it was really, she identifies as a woman. Ariana Ariola, that's her name, Anna Ariola. And she <laughs> she um, designed her look. You know, she fashioned her uh, when she was working for her until she found out 
in the movie, you see this until she found out that she was testing on humans, on cancer patients, God, yeah. uh, end stage cancer patients, and she quit because she couldn't, um, you she know, had she, couldn't, she had morals with, with her morals, morally do that. And yeah. she quit. But before she quit, she styled her and came up with this look. And it was a very powerful, the look of a powerful corporate. It's very interesting. So I've been kind of watching that, a lot of that. That's and the great. British movie. <laughs> and the British movie. Well, I came back to like a boatload of television and Gemma said, I didn't watch anything while you were gone because I just binged on stuff that I knew that you hated. And then I like <laughs> So I was like, oh my God. So we have all these Chicago PDs, all these Chicago fires. Uh -huh. I got rookie. I got Magnum PIs. I've got so much stuff. I have home shows like you can't believe. Um, so yeah. So what, I, what kind of stuff, stuff does Gemma watch that you don't like? Like um, what would that be? Super well, British stuff or? Yeah, some, <laughs> some, some like, you know, uh, yeah, like she she likes period pieces, you know, like that are. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, we're both kind of jonesing for Gentleman Jack to come back because mm -hmm. that talk about a great British series. You've got to find Gentleman Jack. I'm pretty sure, like H, it was an HBO thing. Mm -hmm. We had a hard time finding it, and that you have to look for HBO it or HBO Max or something. Um, but yeah, that was fantastic. In the second season, starting now. Um, I've got Yellowstones. I got to get her like totally on board with Yellowstone because if we get 1883, I'm putting her right in front of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, there's just a lot. And then, you know, she watches like every drag race that's out there, like every single, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't matter what it could be UK, it could be American, it could be the new um, UK versus the world or whatever this one was. Um, so all the all of those she watches all the drag races so it goes from like extremely camp to victorian you know jane austen kind of you know theme mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and then like sometimes she'll if there's a remote lesbian undertone she's on it uh. <laughs> yeah. like she's i might watch yellow jackets while you're away i'm like okay because i know there was like a little bit of lesbian buzz about that one and i'm like no, I'm not into it. <laughs> not into that one. So I, I don't want to watch that. So she was like, oh, I might watch that one while you're away. But she said she caught up on a lot of reading too. Like in the evening, she does like to pull the blinds down, turn the TV off, read, you know, have a cup of tea and just read like that. She loves that. So wow. probably quite a few nights where she was just like, so uh, beat from all the work that she had done that that was the better option, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's just like, you know, right back in, right back into the swing of things we are. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got to do this tonight because uh, the week was going, it was getting away between I just, me oh, and I forgot to update you that I made a little contact with Melissa Farrick. You did? Yeah. And? So uh, she uh, sent me her WhatsApp information. We're going to try, oh, and, we're going to try and get a date. Um, and then we have Dr. Span coming back on April 27th, the last Wednesday of April. Awesome. Yes. Put that out there the last week Love of it. April. Um, we still got Nick. And we should we, we I mean, my God, in a week, Tyler is going to be married. Yes. Yes. And one week from this coming Wednesday. Unbelievable. Yep. So we're going to give him that day off. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll give him that day we'll off. Give him that day off. He can report uh, from downtown Savannah. Have wouldn't that be great? Report on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we have like you know, so we've got some some interesting folks coming up and and good people, and that should be good. And um, yeah, you know, well, I'm working on Janiceian. I sent oh, the email out. Hey, are you ever not? <laughs> I actually sent two out, so we'll see now. Uh, I accidentally sent it to the wrong place, and then I looked on the website, and on the website it said, "Please only send to one email, otherwise your email will be erased." And I'm like, mm -hmm. I hope they didn't count the first one because it was a reply to when she invited everyone on stage. Right. So okay. then the other one was I emailed it to the person for her publicity and press and stuff. So we'll see. Fingers Can crossed. I just, I just need to put this <laughs> out there. What are you going to do if this comes to fruition and we have her on the show? And then how does your life pan out after that? Uh <laughs> just out of curiosity. How would you top that though? Seriously. <laughs> how I would top it. Janice Ian, yeah. can you imagine, like, you don't, you didn't know, well, I mean, I did say it when it first happened, when they, for like 10 glorious days, Judy and I walked around thinking we were going to be singing on stage with Janice Ian until the COVID thing made it, put an end to that, and so, yeah, that, but yeah, I'm working on, I think if we get Janice, that will give me the courage to try for, you know, more people, not that I'm waiting for that to happen, because I have some other people in mind, um, with this new, you know, outreach template I'm working on. So. Okay, great. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I am excited about Melissa Theric. That's so cool. Yeah. I looked her up again. I wanted to see what she was up to, what she was doing with her career and stuff. So I was teaching. just looking at her website. Teaching. It's amazing. Yeah, right? teaching. I mean, she has, she's super educated in music. Yeah, totally. I didn't realize yeah. she had so much uh, education yeah. and degree in, in teaching in music to teach it yeah so and I remember like just absolutely loving like her stuff when we I think we had her on the Le lesbian lounge uh, once and I just mm -hmm. that was one of those you know um connections that you don't let go you know like right uh, you got to stay on top of it and do the likes and the you know the Facebook thing so oh, yes, yes, like yes. in your algorithm you know because I do I'm, I was always amazed at um you know, what a cool turn, you know, her career took, you know? So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super, I'm super cool with that. You know, there's a few, you, few people I want to, uh, you know, like, like you, I don't really need a run up to asking mm -hmm. somebody. I just do it like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of times it's just because I can't, like, I can't think I get overwhelmed by all the people that I would love to have on the show. I just get mm -hmm. completely overwhelmed, but I want to get um, Dalila uh Delisa. oh yeah yeah yep she's you know doing great amazing things and she's always present you know like she I think she writes for that Bob loves Abishola tv show uh -huh. Uh -huh. I got another friend that writes for be positive and curb your enthusiasm and Seinfeld oh, really love to get oh, her, yeah Carol Leifer I would love to get her on the show um, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of people. And so when I start thinking about it, I get so overwhelmed and then I forget, you know, forget how, so. Well, know, I'm going to work on, uh, do you, I have a teeny little bit of a connection with the girl only through uh, Instagram, the girl from, uh, oh, what's a uh, work in progress. The, the girl that played the best friend. Yes. Uh, Campbell. Yes. So I want to ask I'm me going, twice. 
I'm yes. sending out an invite to Campbell too, because we're Instagram buddies or whatever. And she actually replied to the, when I reenacted the day with my nephew, like Abby did with her nephew, yes. he actually liked it and shared it to some of the oh other people my God, know, and wrote, this is so amazing, or this is fabulous or something. So um, I'm going to reach out to her too. So definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the, my favorite part of uh, the whole of this current season was their yeah. interaction. Mm-hmm. Was, oh, was yes. And Campbell's interaction all the time. It was great. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like, I just felt like that does not feel like acting at all. No. Right. It feels hope- like two people and a camera rolling, but two people that mm-hmm. knew each other that well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That it didn't feel like acting. So that was one of my, my, yeah, that would be a great guess. You do that. <laughs> I'm working on that too. Okay. Beautiful. So, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> amazing. I'm glad that we had this little catch up, just us two. Me too. Yes. We've been surrounded. We've been surrounded. You mm-hmm. know, we, we've just been doing this with like 9,000 people in the room. The last right. Back in my so, corner. Yeah. Back to your back to your little niche. I'm back at the in kitchen my- table. Um, yeah, so this was a corner in my own little chair, like Cinderella. <laughs> I can't believe you do it from there when you have that amazing backdrop with the lights uh, and the TV <laughs> and the bricks and, and there you are in the little corner. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's I have to, I do have to say this, my, um, my cat, I was getting these, you know, messages from Gemma of her like holding my cat. My cat likes mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. The day I got back, and the minute I sat down in my spot, bada boop. Oh. Oh, yep. first the cat, then the baby. <laughs> Cats and babies. Nothing better. <laughs> I said today, wow, coffee baby snuggles and gurgles. Like it doesn't get better than that, you know? Nope. It was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. And curly Q fries and pizza for dinner. It was a good day. It's a good day all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally good. With <laughs> but Hazel told me she found a lobster place over here. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. We're going to check that out one day. Like if Gemma has to go into town or something, mm-hmm. then me and Hazel can go. Cause normally there's nothing she could eat at a place like that. Right. Right. Everything. Yep, is yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, I don't eat seafood. I, I feel her pain. I know she doesn't eat. She doesn't eat anything that's been no. alive. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like once in a while, when we get fish and chips, like on a whim, she'll say, "Um, yeah, I'll get a small cod," and then I have to um, fully skin it so there's no scales on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then and then she'll eat it. Oh, you're saying when you make fish and chips? At no, home. no, no. When you when you go get it. Oh, it's got the scales on it. On the bottom, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So she doesn't. She doesn't like that part of it. But sometimes she'll have that. Yeah. So well, look at you being that good wife, taking the scales off cod. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I always say it. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Get the knife all sharp. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like the manly man chore. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it's been a while since we've done that glad we got yeah. to do this i'm glad yeah, we I, did honestly that. this has been great i'm so yes. glad i got to show off my square ice cube too another just us and the solo classic brings back a lot of memories jay brings back a lot of memories <laughs> mm-hmm. the solo cup 
brings me right back to that week in the, you know, at, at your place, but it also brings uh, me back to like all the parties in the woods with kegs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the one night stands on the way home. I love your one night stand stories. <laughs> Those are fun. Those are fun. They never, they never get old. They never go away. Never get old. <laughs> never get old <laughs> well all right my friend i think maybe next week we'll have uh nick we'll see if yes we, we can get nick to fill in for tyler mm -hmm. then, uh, looking forward to it yep and then uh maybe the week after janice and i mean who knows yeah who knows, who knows? one can only dream it's a crapshoot dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right have a great week all right and, thank uh, you, thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like never stop chasing your dreams uh -huh. there, Bessie. see <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>